millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ito ang kwento ng isang nanay na tinago natin sa pangalang Carmen. Ano ko po siya? Ano gusto niya? Sabi ko, gusto niya yung solo show. Sabi niya, ayaw daw yun. Hindi niya kung gano'n ko nakausap noon. Kasi naisip ko po, Ay, gusto nyo itong bata. Ay, nyo lang po magsalita. Ayun po nasa isip ko. Tapos natuma po siya. Yung sinabi kong bata. Tapos ayun na po. Naanon po na po siya. Sinenta po na naman po siya ng video. Wala rin naman po siya magkawang kasi maliit nga na po yung sawa niya. 1-6 lang po ma-lima po yung anak namin. May daddy po po. She was interviewed by the Philippine Center for Investigative Journalism back in January when she was arrested for doing live streams of her daughter and selling naked pictures of her son online. Neil Jason Cervalios of the Philippine Star has been writing about online sexual exploitation of children, or OSEC, with the Philippine Center for Investigative Journalism. The Philippines has been tagged as the global epicenter of online sexual trafficking of children. It was first reported in the PCIJ, dito sa story namin. We got hold of data from January to December 2020. And we, we, were, no, we were surprised to learn that 1.29 million images that passed through electronic service providers like Google, uh, Facebook, Twitter, basta electronic service providers that are required by U.S. laws to um, report these images upon detection in their platforms to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which is uh, basically a federal clearinghouse of this, this imagery. So this was uh, more than triple the number from the previous year, na 264% yung growth from 2019. So it's, 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 it's very bothersome. So ganito yung scale niya. And the problem is, kaya... Yung surge na to, yung images, wala kasing, ano eh, wala kasing technology yet, as of now, that detects live stream abuse. The PNP and the NBI have been tipped off about the existence of these, but still have a hard time pinning down perpetrators. And it has something to do with how our internet works in the Philippines. I'm Hannah Pagila. Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, we talk about why online sexual exploiters in the Philippines are hard to catch. In a 2017 study by the International Justice Mission, it was found that out of 10,000 IP addresses linked to child sexual exploitation, 149 of those are traced back to the Philippines. Even if there are tips to IP addresses which source OSEC materials, pinpointing an exact location and perpetrator behind the crime is more difficult than it seems. So, bakit kaya? But first, ano ang IP address? 
IP address stands for Internet Protocol Address. It is a set of numbers used to identify a specific computer or computer network. When connected to the internet, the IP address allows the computers to send and receive information at sa IP address malalaman ang location ng device kung saan nanggaling yung information na yon. Problem is, ang IP version na ginagamit sa Pilipinas ay luma na. Version 4 IPv4 was first deployed in 1982 and it can accommodate roughly 4 billion unique addresses. We've essentially run out of those addresses, which means that now, thousands of users in a single area may end up sharing a single IP address. Halimbawa, from where you are right now, may nangyayaring sex trafficking. Tapos, nagpadala ng referral ang isang foreign agency na itong IP address na to yung ano, yung kung saan siya nangyayari. Ang mangyayari ngayon, pag sinadya IP address, Merong at least hundreds or thousands of users doon sa IP address na yon. Ang mangyayari is magsa-surveillance muna ang police, hingi ng warrant, mga ganyan. Under the Anti-Child Pornography Act of 2009, ISPs are also required to install available technology, program, or software to ensure that access to or transmittal of any form of child pornography will be blocked or filtered. The NTC has enforced this, and access to certain websites containing pornographic and exploitative content have been blocked in the country. This is implemented with a domain name system or DNS filtering mechanism. At least so far, they block on the DNS layer, like yun nakita ninyong, about, let's say, try nyo magbukas ng porn site ngayon, and alalabas siya, this site has been blocked by the NTC. And yun, yun yung tinatawag na DNS layer blocking. Ginagawa nila yun. At least yun yung mga nakikitaan talaga ng child sexual exploitation materials. Yet upgrading the technology is only a minuscule step in improving efforts to fight online sexual exploitation. Law enforcers still need to secure court warrants to obtain information about the users of IP addresses. They must also comply with existing data privacy rules. Like in the internet service providers in telcos, there's a legal conundrum wherein they're required by this, by this law, the Anti-Child Pornography Act of 2009, to install uh, sufficient technology to filter or block um, access or the flow of these images in their servers. At least that's the interpretation of the DOJ. But the problem is that they do not subscribe to this position because... Other laws are preventing them from doing so, like, for example, the Data Privacy Act. Because internet service providers, they serve as a inflow, like flow infrastructure, so they're not allowed to snoop into what their subscribers are actually doing and what, what videos they are viewing. So, madaming issue, privacy and stuff like that. This is the scale of the problem. Like, it's undetectable in all fronts because of, uh, a lot of things, privacy, encryption, um, the lack of technology, so it's there. We can't avoid being on the internet, especially now where we rely heavily on virtual platforms to go to school and perform work tasks. Socializing has been limited to online gatherings as well. Internet companies and electronic service providers must do their part in creating a safer space for children and other victims of online sexual abuse.
pandemic eh. So, may hyper-presence tayo sa social media. May may higher inclination tayo towards um, pagbababad sa internet. Ayun, kailangan talaga maging concerned yung mga tao about this. Kasi, it can happen to anyone. Pwede mangyari sa pamangkin mo, pwede ito mangyari sa kapitbahay mo, inaanak mo. Pwede siyang mangyari kahit kanino. Kasi OSEC is not only about mothers trafficking their kids out of poverty. It's also about imagery abuse. is also about kids being chatted. Mga kids na na-approach sa social media ng strangers. Mga habang naglalaro ka ng Fortnite, ng Roblox. It happens. People should be concerned about it. Again, I'm Hannah Pagila, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by me with help from Carl Sayat and Trish Aquino. It was edited by Nico Balante. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po.